interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, comics, cosplay, movies, and all things nerdy. I am Kay, and recording with me tonight is Jesse. Yo! Alright, the sponsor in our hearts this week is, of course, Mr. Ratburn and his husband. And those of you who have been living under a rock for a week or so may not know that in the TV show Arthur, uh, Mr. Ratburn got married to his husband. And it's, you know, kind of a big deal for a lot of reasons. So I decided to put it up here. And Alabama was like, we won't air this gay rat wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Which... Alabama's got a lot going on right now. Yeah, which some <laughs> some Twitter person that was not me um, was like, "This uh, this is a serious issue about like LGBTQ censorship, but the way they worded this is fucking hilarious." And they write <laughs> like, "I <laughs> Alabama won't air gay rat wedding is a hell of a headline. Yeah. <laughs> Let the gay rats get married." Um. Yeah, I... You cowards. You cowards! <laughs> um, but yes, congratulations to your... To Mr. Ratburn and his new husband. Also Mr. Ratburn. Also Mr. Ratburn! <laughs> Wait, he might have kept his last name. That's true. This is a modern... Or maybe Mr. Ratburn took his last name. <laughs> but then he's not Mr. Ratburn anymore. I didn't watch the episode. I don't know what the guy's name is. We'll never know. (laughs) We'll never know. Unless one of you know. Let us know what Mr. Ratburn's gay rat husband's name is. Actually, I don't think his husband is a rat either. I think he is. Okay. I mean, he has round ears like a rat. I don't know. Wedding. None of the creatures in that show kind of really look that closely like their real world counterparts. Yeah, what the so. fuck is Arthur supposed to be? Is he a mouse? He's an aardvark. He's an aardvark? Well, he yeah. also has the same ears as. Okay, but like. Uh, uh, I don't care. I don't care about this right this very second. I would like to know who Mr. We need to know the important things. The important things. <laughs> Whom's the fuck is. His husband, Mr. Ratburn, and the special someone, if they just fucking call him special someone, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Okay, hold on. I just... Mr. Ratburn's husband. Google, give me the forbidden rat husband knowledge. That would not be great. Uh, oh, well, pride.com. Tell me Mr. Ratburn's husband's name. Um, cake loving third grade Lakewood elementary school teacher is queer. Thank you. Um, Mr. Rapper and marry his husband. But what is his husband's name? God, what if he doesn't have a name? I just. I fucking. Thank you for this. But nope. He just. Um, I guess he's Prince Charming. Like. I. What? Okay. He fucking Wait. winks at the camera, but he doesn't have a name. Mr. Rapper is getting married. Uh, bossy sister Patty for the voice of Jane Lynch for gay rights and his fiance. But the wedding day, Arthur Buster Francis invited for Mr. Rap marrying a man or a male animal. From the looks of it, he is an aardvark. 
Okay. Yes, he's also marrying an aardvark. Like, he look because he looks like he's shaped like Arthur, not like Mr. Ratburn, who is rat-shaped. <laughs> hey. Thank you for coming with us on this podcast journey. You know that meme where it's like in the boys uh, in the boys locker room, and it's like, um, so like, oh man, I love PE. Meanwhile, in the girls' locker room. Well, meanwhile, in the girl and gender neutral locker room. What the fuck is Mr. Ratburn's what boyfriend husband? Is he an aardvark? Like what? He's not, but he's clearly not rat shaped. She was the Wicked Witch of the <laughs> East, bro. <laughs> She wore a crown and came down in a bubble. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> anyway, thank you for coming anyway. to our TED Talk. <laughs> anyway, I guess we should talk about our pre-salt. <laughs> I, well, I'll start with the non-Final Fantasy stuff first, uh, so y'all can tune out for a couple minutes after I start talking about that. Um, I've been working on my cosplay, my High Elf Archer cosplay, um, and the shirt's just about finished. Um, I sewed in the white pleather chest part recently, and then I flipped it around and I did a lining on the back of that piece. And I kind of fucked up the installation of that, and now it's all, like, bunchy, so I have to take out the stitches and redo it. Um, that's not a big deal. I got the zipper in, um, and I just need, after that, I just need to sew down the decorative orange ribbons that crisscross along the front. And then a whole bunch of random embellishments that aren't done yet and won't be for probably a while. So, um, I also made some patterns for the bow that I'm going to need for that costume, and also the bow for my bard costume. Bard, that bard, is bard, bard, chanting. <laughs> it is about as tall as I am. Oh boy! And, um, it's going to fold up like it does in the game, because um, when you're not using the Artemis bow, it folds into a harp and kind of can be stored on your character's back. So I just like the to... image of it like not being like a lyre sized harp, but being just like a whole ass harp that you're carrying. It's around. basically a whole ass harp. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go to the hardware store this weekend and get some uh, bolts and whatnot that I can use to make those parts rotate. Um, I really hope it's all gonna work out. <laughs> But props are scary to me. I've talked about this before. It'll probably be fine. It'll be fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, other than that, I watched a horror movie last night. I watched... You know, it's funny. I was going through my Netflix, and I was looking at all these documentaries, and I'm like, I can't watch another documentary, because I'm going to have to talk about this on the podcast, and I've talked about documentaries the last, like, five times I've watched Netflix. So I have to watch something fiction. So I picked The Ritual. Um, this is a movie that came out in, I think, 2017. Um, it's a British horror movie about a bunch of idiots that get lost in the woods. Um, I'm probably going to spoil a little bit of it here, so if you're interested in watching it, um, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes. But basically, 
like the idea behind this is that they're talking about going on a vacation and one of them's like let's go hiking in sweden and they're like that's a fucking stupid idea <laughs> and then <laughs> i mean like let's then, go hiking in sweden sweden seems innocuous enough right like yeah well uh two of the guys including the one that suggested the holiday in sweden um go into a convenience store and interrupt a robbery in progress and one of them gets killed jesus so in so in honor of that guy's memory, they go hiking in Sweden. Um, while they're doing that, though, one guy trips and twists his knee and fucks it up. And so they're like, okay, well, we need to get back to civilization as soon as possible and end this trip early. And then one guy's like, hey, I'm looking at the map and there's a shortcut through the woods. Nothing bad will happen if we take that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get lost in a rainstorm in the woods at night. And so they come across this cabin that appears to be abandoned. Oh, wait, before that happens, they come across a deer that's been like strung up, split open and disemboweled. Mm. That's like hanging in a tree. Delicious. And they're like, that's fucked up. Um, but you know, there's hunters around here and I'm like, yeah, hunters just leave whole deer carcasses. Well, sometimes, trees. That's how that uh, works. mountain lions. <laughs> well, I don't think there are mountain lions in Sweden, but sometimes mountain lions will pull their prey up into trees. So other shit can't get yeah. to them. So this 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 deer had not been eaten and was tied there though if I remember correctly. Oh well, so, yeah, mountain lions can't do that. Um, <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they come across this cabin in the woods, and there's like a s- spooky engraving on a tree nearby, and they're like, "That's weird." And one guy's like, "Let's just break into this cabin and stay there the night." <laughs> and someone's like, "No," and he's like, That's "Too me. late. It's already done." <laughs> That's Jake. <laughs> too late i already broke into this cabin and <laughs> but they go inside and one of them even comments they're like this is a cabin that somebody would get murdered in in a horror movie <laughs> and like <laughs> and then like they go upstairs and there is a wooden effigy in no. the shape of like a headless figure no. with antlers for hands no just just there it's just there no. in the effigy. and like they're like, one of them's like, that's witchcraft. <laughs> that's <laughs> witchcraft is right. <laughs> but anyway, they go to sleep and they all have horrible nightmares. Oh, yeah. And one guy wakes up out outside of the cabin what? in like a, like a clearing and he's got like a bite mark on no. his chest. Um, and he goes back inside because all of his friends are screaming and freaking out. And then they're like, where's where's the last guy i think his name was phil they're like where's phil and they go upstairs and phil is naked kneeling in prayer in front of the effigy and like muttering and they and they wake him up and he's like what the fuck and so they're like yeah it's time to go now why would they stay here in the burner cabin with the weird witchcraft thing who well, does? they weren't. They were like after they woke up after all this happened. They're like, it's time to go now. I could not sleep in there. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, Edward Scissor, Edward night. Antler hands in there is just too much. Whatever, whatever fucked up person that lives here is going to come back, and I'm going to get murdered. No thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, of course, there's a cult in the woods, you know, and it it goes from there. It's it's. I liked it. Um, it got kind of mixed reviews on release, if I remember correctly, but, um, I really liked it. I think the design of the monster is really interesting and scary, um, and that's actually, I was talking before the podcast, that's actually how I found out about the, 
movie was because like when this movie came out, Jake sent Jesse and I a um, gif of the monster and was like, this is what I imagine a skinwalker looks like because Jesse and Jake had just learned from me what a skinwalker is. So um, that's that's how I knew about it was like, I was like, what is this fucked up monster? Oh, it's from the ritual. And so now I've finally seen it like two years late. But well, what was the ritual? Sacrificing them um, to the monster? Yeah. How they, um, do they just... I'll, I'll just spoil the whole movie, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, keep skipping ahead if you care. But, like, so basically they get captured by this cult, and um, one of the cult members explains that it's they worship this, like, forest god that she describes as a Jotun. Um, Which and, is a giant. Yes. Um, which um, get, grants them immortality in exchange for sacrifices. And she also has that same bite pattern on her chest that the first guy got. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so there's a scene forever. Well, they don't explain that, <laughs> but, um, they sacrifice the friend first. And then the guy, other guy gets out and, uh, he goes up to the attic and there's all these like mummified skeletons up there that are still breathing no. um so i'm guessing those are that's that's immortality as far as this god is concerned um but he the last guy escapes um they basically say like you have to kneel to him and then maybe he'll let you live and he was like he's like no and he hits it with a ha- with a hatchet and is able to escape um there's a lot of there's like a subplot with um the robbery that happens at the beginning of the film where he sort of blames himself for not uh, acting it timely and stopping the robbers from killing his friend. Um, and so that, like, the monster keeps, like, bringing, like, making him hallucinate that scene over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, I don't know, there's a lot of interesting imagery in this film. Um, like I said, I really liked I it. I kind of like that, yeah. too, when, like, there's a whole other subplot happening like, the person's going on an emotional journey while also going through a horror journey. I will say, I was a little frustrated at the end because I thought the point was that he feels all this guilt about how he could have saved his friend, but he didn't. And yeah. so now he was going to have to save at least one of his friends from this situation, but all of his friends die. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it kind of feels like it was sort of... Um, emotionally incomplete there's not really any closure with that subplot the gestalt was never completed like yeah yeah other than that though i did still like the movie um it's it's spooky as hell um but yeah good stuff and then after that it's now now it's the final fantasy hour you can tune back in should you be so inclined after you've missed the ritual spoilers um but i had i went raiding again with my link shell we did Susano EX, Lakshmi EX, and we attempted Seiryu EX, but we did not get very far. That's the most recent raid, so it's the toughest. Um, but after we did Susano, I was like, oh, this is easy. I could I could do this. Um, and so I went into Party Finder later that day, and I, um, I just wanted the dog. I wanted the dog, and I wanted enough totems to... Um, to get the Susano rapier for my red mage because it's it's dope. Um, so I was like, all right. So I, I hopped in there and I ran it like twelve times or something like that. And I got my my dog mount. 
It's my only one so far. Because um, Lakshmi is stingy and didn't drop anything. <laughs> but um, I still need to think... I think it's 99 totems for the wolf mount, so it's going to be a long time on that one if she doesn't drop it. But um, yeah, part, Party Finder Adventure's interesting. I'm going to talk more about that later, but it, it is a really easy fight, and I had that music stuck in my head for like the next two days. Um, also, I logged in and came immediately was like, come look at my dog! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was cute. <laughs> He's cute. Um... I lost my train of thought. Where was I going Sorry. with this? Party Finder. No, it's okay. Party Finder, yeah. Um, it's... Sorry, I just... It's gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I had mostly good experiences. I am going to talk about it a little bit more later. Um, and the Susano party eventually turned into a Lakshmi party, and we did a couple of rounds with Lakshmi as well. Um, that bit... Remember when I was like, oh, um, Party Finder etiquette says I can't leave yet? Yeah. It was because you were logging on basically immediately after the dro- the dog dropped for me. <laughs> and if you, like, get your mount and then bounce, it's considered very rude. You're supposed to stay and help I mean, others try fair. and get it, too. Um, so I stuck around for, like, two or three more. And then I was like, okay, I gotta bounce. And I left and I rejoined for the Susano party later, a different one, for both Lakshmi and Susano in order to get um, the Revel Totems so I could get my rapier, which I also got. So that was fun. It's a fun fight. Um, it's pretty similar to the normal version, except that in EX, there's an added couple of mechanics or mechanics that are extended. Uh, there's one where he throws up cards and you have to stop attacking him until the cards go away. Um, the gulch left by his sword in the middle of the fight becomes deadly if you stand in it. So you have to pick one side and then you'll get a little marker over your head and you have to like jump over the other side of the river away from the party and then back um if you get it stuff it's it's so it's pretty easy it moves pretty quickly um especially if you know how to do the normal mode fight some of the people some of the people i played with kind of felt like they didn't but i'll talk about that later <laughs> and then the other thing i did was um treasure maps which i'd never tried before we were having some downtime in between um primals with my lang shell and one of them one of the guys was like hey do you want to do maps with us and i was like do what because <laughs> this is something they always talk about they're like we're gonna do maps do you want to come and i'm like i don't know what that means and they try to explain it and i'm like i still don't understand you <laughs> but rock on and like at this time they're like come on come on come on and so i went and i mean it's literally what it sounds like i don't know what i expected um you get a treasure map you go to the location there's a treasure chest um however Occasionally there's a chance that a portal will open and you'll get into like a special dungeon uh, called the catacombs or the same, like the one that we saw was the catacombs, but there's a couple different ones. And then you have to go through, you'll go into a room, there's a treasure chest, the treasure chest is booby trapped, a bunch of monsters will spawn, you kill them all, open the treasure chest, you get quite a lot of money this way. Um, And then also some special items. I got an emote at one point (laughs) um, and like materials and whatnot. And then you have to pick a door. And if the door opens, you can continue. I think there's seven chambers in this one. Um, But if the door shuts, you get kicked out and thrown to the beginning and you have to go get a new treasure map and try again. Um, It's, but the, the closing door thing, like they, they're so fucking sneaky about it. (laughs) They'll like, they'll have ones where the door slams shut 
and an, an alarm starts blaring and the screen starts to fade to black and then it comes back up and all the lights go on and the door opens and it's like fooled you i oof 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 it's real it's really frustrating because like when it's actually closing you're like come on <laughs> but um yeah it was a wild time we did that and i like like i said it's it's extremely lucrative um i think i got over a hundred thousand gills just by i mean basically doing nothing i just fought a bunch of monsters and tagged along with my friends so and some cool items and stuff so yeah, I, I hope I can do more of that, but I don't know where you get the maps from. <laughs> where are they coming from? I don't know. They seem to always have one, but I I don't know where they come from, so I'll have to find out. But, um, yeah, that's my pre-salt. My, um, my first piece of pre-salt is just me chanting over and over again in slightly louder and louder, Knights of Ren, Knights of Ren, Knights of Ren, Knights of Ren, Knights of Ren. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited, you guys. Listen, I know I said I hate Star Wars, and I do, but listen, listen, listen. I have been waiting for the Knights of Ren since the stupid concept art dropped in the first film, and then we got like 10 seconds of them in the background in rain in a thunderstorm, like flashback scene and i was just chanting knights of ren i don't know why but something about them tickles all of my fancies like i just i fun fact about jesse i have a weird i have a strong love for there's a name for this genre but it's like specifically science fiction that has an analog element to it so star wars is a good example of this because all of the ships have like analog switches and whatnot which is good because mechanically like they fail less like, you have a lot less, like, issues than if you had, like, perhaps a touchscreen interface um, because of the, like, mechanical switches. And it also is aesthetically just pleasing to me. Like, Alien also has this aesthetic where it's, like, straight up just, like, 70s computers, but inside of this, like, ship that doesn't exist traveling through space with tech that doesn't really exist. I'm all about that life. Um, and the Knights of Ren are kind of, like, this like, nice little, like, space between, like, the the Sith aesthetic that I really like and then, like, just straight up, like, almost bounty hunter aesthetic mixed together. So they have, like, straight up weapons. And, like, I was, like, I was unsure because people were yelling Knights of Ren at me and I was, like, okay, but are they gonna look? And then I, like, brought up the image of wearing the exact outfits they were wearing in the concept photos and it's super cool and I'm super excited. And I'm just, like, oof. I love that they all kind of look like Daft Punk and I just... It it just pleases me, especially that one that has the, like, keypad mask. Oh my god. I don't know where they've been. I don't care. They could literally be like, we leave for five minutes and Snoke is just fucking dead. But, like, I, I'm so excited. I'm just real excited. Um, I, I really liked all that concept art, too. I understand why they didn't go with, um, one of my favorite concepts for Kylo Ren. They called it Jedi Killer, which I think is still, like, one of his, like, tags. But... It was, like, he rode around on, like, what was essentially a space motorcycle and, like, had all these straps on his outfit and shit. And I was, like, you know what? This is totally impractical and not Star Wars. But, like, and I 100% understand why they went with the Kylo Ren design they went with. But I still have such a fucking boner for that Jedi killer image. Um, 
But yes, I'm super excited about Knights of Ren. They will probably 100% Darth Maul me, where they're there for like five minutes, say nothing, and then die. But I'm still excited about it. Um, because I get to see them in a movie. Um, so then, next piece of pre-salt, I finished putting together my charms. I'm sorry, there's a spider that lives in my, on the other side of my window. And it just fucking went by at extremely fast speeds and creeped me out. Um, but yes... I finished all my charms assembly, my little parts came, I put them together, I got little stars because some of my favorite charms have those, and it was the same price as the, like, regular charm clasps, so why not? Um, be nice to your artist alley people. My hands hurt. Uh, <laughs> like, they gotta put that shit together. Every charm you see, they've probably assembled themselves like there are, I mean, if they do a lot of them, they probably have the tools for it. Oh yeah, I have the tools for it too. It just hurts. Like I just fucked up a couple times and hurt myself. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, like when you're doing like a lot, a lot. It's, uh, there are people who do way more than I have. Um, like per run, that's crazy to me. Um, but it was it was fun, I guess. But I did it. I watched. Um, the Great Mouse Detective while I did it. Uh, I fucking love that movie. It, it's a, it was good. I had never seen it before. So I decided to sit down and do something pleasant. And while I put these together, because I was exhausted and, like, emotionally exhausted. And so I put on The Great Mouse Detective. I can't believe I didn't put that in my pre-salt. 100% best adaption of Sherlock Holmes ever made. Don't at me. Absolutely. <laughs> I any Sherlock Holmes adaptation could be improved with Vincent Price. Yeah, and like speaking of gay rats, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be arrested. Um, so that's all together. I I bought like special containers for all my prints, so they're not just in cardboard boxes. <laughs> like, listen, I'm poor. Um, but I reorganized everything, tallied all my stuff put together, assembled all my pieces. I'm just waiting. I got a special, like, accordion folder to organize all my stickers in. I'm just waiting on my last batch of stickers to come. So that's the stress that I have right now. But um, mostly I finished everything. My friend and I went over how we're going to split the table because we're sharing a table. So that's all settled. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Um, I started playing Overwatch again. I'm sorry, y'all. I failed you. Uh, but essentially, like, I, I was, I told Kay, I was like, I already paid for the game. And then Kay's like, yeah, you already paid for it. And there's no subscription service associated with Overwatch specifically. Like you have to play, you have to pay for PS plus, but yeah, you know, I would do that that anyway. That goes to Sony, not to, not to. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, not gonna buy loot boxes or purchase merchandise from them so figured it was fine um and i i feel like i, I just feel like i'm wasting money because i have this game and i never play it anymore so i booted up and also like like i said before i like a lot of the artists who work on it and like i follow them on twitter and stuff so i was seeing stuff from them and i wanted to play i booted it up um i, I refused to play comp i just do i realized that it was making me unhappy because human beings make me unhappy sometimes. Um, but it was just, like, comp is super toxic. So I just loaded in quick play. Especially because sometimes I need something mindless that isn't, um, 
like I have to focus in dungeons, especially because I'm tanky. Um, whereas, like, I don't really have to focus that hard in Overwatch. It's almost like muscle memory now. Uh, turns out I'm still a scary good Moira, um, but I had I had like one bad experience so far where I was just like, oh man, that person. I'm like, but don't let it get to me. Um, and then I was playing yesterday and I was co-healing with the Zen. We just ended up randomly on a team together in quick play and we just had each other's back for the whole thing. And so um, we had a really good game and a bunch of us decided we wanted to stay as a team, which makes the queue slower, but it's fun. So we queue up together. And um, the whole time we spent spotting each other, saying thank you to each other, saying hello, like throwing each other, like I would hit him with my heels and then he would just like throw an orb at me and we'd dance around each other and being like, hello, hello, hello. Like we were just having a really good time. Even when we lost, we were having a good time. So it was like, that makes it a lot of fun. And I was telling Kay, I'm like, imagine having fun playing video games. What it, what an, what an idea. What a concept. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it was just a good fun experience with another human being that I'll, I don't know that person. I have no idea what they look like, who they are, what their life is, but we just got together for that moment and had a good time. And there's something special about that. Not to get all emotional about video games, but like. I just think people focus too much on being good and not enough on, like, you know, playing games. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I, I know I talk a lot of shit about my dungeon experiences in Final Fantasy fourteen, but when I do have good dungeon experiences, I cherish those. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you have a good time, it's a good time. I just, uh, I was just in um, a duty roulette, and our healer disappeared off the face of the planet, and we had to vote kick them. Oh, no. Um, because... Uh, I, there were there were some connection issues earlier today with the whole. Oh, it wasn't today. I, you were the. I told you oh. about this one. Um, we were in. Oh yeah, yeah. I was in. Um, fuck. I hate brave locks. I hate brave locks. And before you're like, why? I'm like, because it's bright and everything looks the same to me. Um, yeah, and also like that's that one's rough as a healer because it's like. Is everyone who gets into this duty going to have their job stone? I literally oh, yeah. have no way of knowing. But if if somebody doesn't, I'm going to have a bad day. Yeah. Um, but our healer disappeared. But I think they lost connection because it was just a bunch of question marks. Like, they didn't disappear. Yeah, they entirely. might have, like, logged out. But it's, it's weird for people to do that at random. They probably just DC'd. Well, and you know, the thing about it is they were having trouble healing us when we started, too. Yeah, um, so it was probably, probably disconnection. They probably had connection issues. Yeah, because I was like, wow, this healer... I wasn't going to say anything, though, because, like, as we know, Jesse fears healer above all. Uh, because I'm a healer in Overwatch, okay? And, like, I learned to respect. You know. And uh, I know. So I'm just like, yeah, they'll get to me when they get to me. Um, but, uh, so we lost... This, yeah, sorry. Sorry, this guy that I follow on Twitter was talking about um, a dungeon experience he had this sometime this week. Um, where they got a Dark Knight in his party that he was healer. And the Dark Knight was just like sprinting and trying to pull wall to wall, but it was Halatali, which is a baby dungeon. Yeah. And so they just kept getting wiped. And then like, he, he, he must've been undergeared or something. Cause the tank just kept dying all the time and would throw a tantrum if he didn't get raised immediately. And the, the guy who I follow on Twitter was eventually just like, you know, I could just leave you on the floor. Right. <laughs> 
I should. Like, Jesus. And then they all kicked him right before the final boss, so he went through all of that and didn't get his leveling bonus for completing the dungeon. <laughs> and had to queue again. But he's a tank, so it's insta-queue. Yeah, but still, I fucking... Yeah, I fear healer above all. But then they disappeared, so it was just me and the samurai and the red mage, which is already a funny team comp. That's a really weird combination, yeah. <laughs> it was a warrior, a samurai, it's and a, a red mage. It's a tank and the two classes most likely to rip aggro from the tank in a baby dungeon. Yeah, um, so, fuck. So then we were waiting for a healer. We're in there for, like, ten minutes, so I'm just like... Well, it's five more minutes, and then we can abandon, um, vote abandon. So we're, like, I'm dancing around and stuff, and we're waiting, and one guy just starts, like, he emotes crying, and I emote crying, too, and then the other guy just shrugs, (laughs) and we're just waiting in there. (laughs) Um, And then one of them drops, and we get get another person, but it's not a healer, it's a, um... A machinist. So now we're a samurai, a machinist, and a warrior. And you have my axe and my sword <laughs> and my Glock. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so they, so they, so they start running ahead. So I'm following them, right? Because I'm tanky. And then they like point at the. They're like gesturing to the to the boss door, right? Like it's not the main boss, but like one of the. The first one, yeah. right? And so I walk in there and I'm like, are you sure? And like, I just look at them and then I run in. But then the, I was the only one who ran in and I pulled the boss and so then I'm screaming and I run out. And someone in the chat, I think it was the same where I was like, we don't have a healer. I'm like, I know, but then why did you point? <laughs> I'm a warrior. I'm dumb. I'm going to go ham. Like, I don't, I, the funniest part, I was like, we don't have a healer. We're going to die. But I guess if that's what you yeah, want. And- and you didn't, I mean, even if you had your red mage still, like, they can't yeah, they heal don't. at that level. Yeah, because it's Brave Flocks. So I don't know. I was just like, guess they want to die. But like, who am I to stop? <laughs> I'm like, sure, let's go ham. Um, but then a healer came in, like, right after that. And they were like, hello. And I was like, oh, thank God, into the chat. And they are like, haha, your healer dropped. And we're like, yes, thank you. And I was like, bless the healer. And they showed up and I ran around them in circles, as you do. And then I paused so they could hit Protecky. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny. That reminds me. Um, there was one time I was talking to you while you were doing um, uh, Palace of the Dead and... Meanwhile, in the vo- in the text chat, I was talking to like some of my other friends, and we re- we were all in quarry mill together, and we did like a trial roulette and came back out, and then you got out of Palace of the Dead and started running around my character in circles. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like I need to do something here so that my friends aren't like, who is this? And so I hugged, I did like the hug emote, so they like, yes, I know this person. It's okay that they're running around me in circles. <laughs> That's my traditional greeting, is the run around you in circles to let you know that I care. Um, They didn't say anything, if you were wondering. (laughs) I feel like it's very fitting for Sappho, too. A very excitable cat. You know, like, when cats do that thing where they rub all over your legs when you come home and you're like, I cannot, I'm trying to walk. That's Sappho. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I, so we got a healer and that was a fun, I I mean, like it was bad, but it was kind of fun. Like the healer, I let them know how much I cared immediately. And then I gave them my, um, my commendation, my player comm, because like, of course, healer is OP. Um, and then 
it was just a weird situation. Um, but I also finished A Realm Reborn dabs. Yeah. Now I'm in the in-between parts. Um, the hell zone. <laughs> Kay very sweetly did Praetorium with me, even though it's long and awful and filled with cut cutscenes. I do Praetorium all the time. Uh, the, the main story quest roulette gives so much experience and a lot of tombstones. So it is worth doing it at level 70. And I get Praetorium an awful lot. And so I just do my sewing during the cutscenes. <laughs> it was pretty funny because this is the first dungeon I got to see people in the background for. Like, it, just, it was just kind of... Yeah, because other, other players show up in your cutscenes. Yeah. It was so funny because I was... <laughs> there was this part where I was talking about how Gaius never shuts the fuck up. And he's like, I'm gonna give a monologue over here. And then we're gonna get on an elevator. And I'm gonna give the monologue on the elevator. And then we'll get so off the... Fucking elevator ride ever, <laughs> and you don't get off the elevator. You go up the, you go down the elevator. You fight Ultima while you're still going down the elevator, and then you go up the elevator. <laughs> I'll never get off this elevator. And then La Habrea destroys the building. And then I'm like, Thancred, Thancred, I've saved you. Um, yeah, I Thancred is back. I guess. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. You're so hot and cold on him. I don't know how I feel about that. I love Thancred, but also he's annoying, okay? Like, I love him, but he's kind of like... I think I've just adopted him. I think he's just my little <laughs> brother now. Um, even though he's older than me. Did we find out he's, like, been 32 for a long time or something? Yeah. <laughs> Thancred's 32. He's been 32 for a long time. And I'm just like, is he... And she's okay, just like, he's not a vampire! <laughs> I have questions. Um, so then, of course, I got the whole ending scene, and then, you know, like, you have my axe, you have my magic staff, you have my Glock. Um, <laughs> talk to Mama Crystal, get spat out the other side, and I'm like, yeah, I'm the Warrior of Light. Everybody calls me the Warrior of Light. Exciting. Fucking immediately roll up to the Waking Sands, because now I have to open up a bunch of mini in-between quests until I die before I can yeah, even- Yeah, and you have to do, like, 150 story quests. I hate it. Before I can even fucking touch a Heaven's Ward. A Heaven's Ward? I don't know why I said it, Heaven's Ward, but, you know, a single Heaven's Ward. Well, actually- Ward. It's- Heaven's Ward isn't, like, two wards heaven. Heaven's Ward is the name of the- uh, Knights of the Round in this game. Yeah. The, so, it's, they, there is a Heaven's Ward, oh, so, so you weren't wrong. I was not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love, I love myself some children, all of my children, though. Like, at least I get to see them. Um, I, I'll see Alize someday. Uh, in the meantime. <laughs> well, We'll unlock the binding coils of Bahamut. We won't be able to do them for quite a while, but but I I do have um, unless I can convince some of my friends to go in with us. I you know what like uh I'll get back to that. Um <laughs> yeah. So right now I'm running stupid quests like finding people. I was not aware that that cat girl was Minfelia's mom, and I was like, who is this woman? Is it her girlfriend? And then us and then. It's like, you kept saying, this is so gay, they're lesbians. And I'm like, no! And you're like, no, she <laughs> raised her. And I was like, I missed this information. She's like, Thancred tells you. And I'm like, I haven't even talked to Thancred. So that's probably why. And then Jesse learns a lesson about talking to Thancred. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, 
it's hard because there's so much text, but yeah, I like I sometimes sk- there's important information I in that text. Fucking skim so much. I am a skim reader. I I won't lie to you. I did too. Yeah, especially and I'm since sure I missed out on some important details because of it. But there's so I much just, of a Realm Reborn, which is just like go here, do this, yeah. talk to this guy, come back, and it's like I don't care. It also kind of reminds me of, like, bitch, ask me what happens at the beginning of the Star Wars prequels. I have no fucking idea, because 90% of it was some bitch-ass politics that don't make any sense, and I... All I remember about the Star Wars prequels is pot racing. Yeah, like, and I fucking astral And you are the chosen one! <laughs> you are the chosen one! Yeah, like, what else am I supposed to know? Rule 69, hey, this. Hey. <laughs> Wait, fuck, Jesus, Order 69, but it's not even, like, it's Order 63, God, Star Wars fans immediately murder me, but it'll always be Order 69, which is unfortunate, because isn't that the one where he has to kill the children? Um, I barely yeah. remember the prequels, I just remember Darth Maul. I don't remember them either. And he's only in the oh. first one, so that's all that matters. Oh wait, that's a lie. I remember everything that Anakin said to Padme on their weird date in the second movie, um, mostly because I'm like, if a man ever says this to you, run. Uh, yeah. So they, but yeah, I finished a realm reborn, but it'll be forever till I finally get to Heaven's Ward. Yeah, like, and and unfortunately, the story of the post realm reborn quests are it, it's mostly boring. For me, it started to pick up right around the time they started to introduce the Crystal Braves. Um, so I guess when you start seeing that name get thrown around, get hype. But <laughs> but in the meantime. <laughs> I just am in doing meantime. everybody's errands and opening up um, hard versions of stuff. Oh my god. To open up, um, is it Bowl of Embers hard or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to run through this area and I I got used to being OP as fuck. And and so then I run, I run through this area and everything. I'm, I literally, I definition of warrior fucking being... Just, like, booked it through the area, aggroing every single enemy until I ran out of its area um, of attack or whatever. So I just kept running and running until I got through these doors where they couldn't follow me, opened up the bowl of embers, and then teleported out. (laughs) Kay is like, you can fight them one by one. I was like, I can absolutely not fight them one by one. I'm like I can, but I won't. Because it'll take me like three hours. What's the point? No, when I could just it's not that many book it through the fucking. I was like, if I die, I die. And <laughs> ain't that just the way? Um. Anyway, I'm. There's a lot of there's a lot of dungeons that um I'd like to unlock. The one uh, I'm thinking of right now is the Wanderer's Palace, which is a level fifty dungeon, I think. Mm. Um, just because like the quest that unlocks it is really fucking weird. And it's just like, um, it's like you, you come across, I think it was a Mikote and a Rogadin, both dudes. And they're like, we feel bad for the Tonberries. People don't like Tonberries because they're different. Just like they don't like us because we're different. Because we're gay. And I'm like, what? (laughs) 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 This is the equivalent of when I was playing Witcher and I was, there was that guy you meet and he's like, oh yeah, they kicked me out of the town because I'm different. And fucking Geralt's like, oh, is it lycanthropy? Because I can help with that. Guy deadass turns around and is like, I'm gay. Geralt's like, I can't help you with that. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh. I met a gay once. They're nice people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I 
like that kind of guy. But yeah, like, because we're different. Oh my god. Are you dead ass right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to open this quest. Yeah. Like, how could you uh, not? I w- I'll research what quests are dungeons and what quests are just fluff and wool. We'll just do those one night this weekend. Okay, yeah, because I, I have, um, I have, it'll be a good way to celebrate because I'll be done with finals and I, I have a job interview on Friday that I'm really nervous about. <sighs> Sack anime is next weekend. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, outside of me skimming over important information, um, the next part of this is going to be a long time, which is going to be part of my salt, but I did finish A Realm Reborn. I got the 50 Lord of the Rings endings that made it really hard for me to have to fucking pee. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I was just like, is it over? Cutscene. No! <laughs> Once you get to the credits, you're pretty much safe. But actually, the credits. No, don't there was a left. post-credit scene where um, where fucking section thirteen or whatever shows up. <laughs> Organization I don't thirteen. Remember. <laughs> I've forgotten so much of that part of the story. I should start an alt and just and just fucking play through the story again. Oh my god! And like Organization thirteen shows up, and I was like, "What is going on?" And they're like, "Now it's over." Now you've made it through. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, so much is happening. But yes. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, though, like, the credits get longer as time goes on. Oh. Although the credits for A Realm Reborn were really long specifically because they listed all of the players that played 1.0. Um, but I sat in the Stormblood credits for 36 minutes. Oh my god. I just... And it turns out I could have skipped them the whole time, but I was scared. I just, there were just so many ending scenes, and so I was just like, and then I skipped, because they let me skip the scrolling oh. credits, but there were more yeah, ending scenes. Yeah, what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about, I, the only the scrolling credits were 36 minutes Jesus. in Stormblood. That's not including the cutscenes. I just, and I keep telling Kay, I just want to see a dragon, and Kay's like, you're getting close, and I'm like, a dragon. Yeah, actually, in, in the post A Realm Reborn quest is when you start seeing the dragon stuff. A so. dragon! That's. I believe Keeper of the Lake, which is Midgard Stormer's dungeon, I believe that's a level 54, 56 dungeon or something like that. Midgard Stormer. Um, yeah. No, that's... I'm wrong about that. Hold on. Me picking... I'm pretty sure that's pre-Heaven's Word, but... Me holding up dragons. Just like, every time I'm doing a shitty part of a quest now, I'm just gonna be like, remember, Jesse, dragons. <laughs> it's a level 50 dungeon. And it's p- patch 2.5, so it's before Heaven's Word. So there you go. A dragon! <laughs> yeah, anyway, Jesse loves dragons. But uh, that's my that's my pre-salt. Okay. On to the salt. things to talk about but the first is from my party of finder adventure um in the second so so the second susano party that i joined was marked as susano slash lakshmi learning slash farm party so the lingo here it for ex primals and raids and stuff learning party obviously means like no people in here are learning the fight we're just gonna take the 60 minutes and we're just gonna go piece by piece and try to learn how to do the fight. Maybe we'll clear it, maybe we won't. Uh, clear party is, 
we've done our practicing. We're going to try really hard to clear it this time. That's that's our only goal is clear at one time. And then farm party is you understand the fight, you know it really well, and you're just going to do it over and over and over again in order to get loot. Yeah. Um, so having those two combined is a little weird, but with these two primals, I don't think it's that strange because um, they're fair, they're pretty simple, and they're you, you outgear them pretty significantly at this point, so they go pretty fast. Um, so I joined this, and there was a black mage. Uh, Jesse said last podcast that dragoons trigger their fl- fight or flight refer- in, uh, instincts. Black mages activate mine. <laughs> I have been in so many parties with a shitty black mage that was just a jackass to everyone. The healers adjust kind of black mage um, that stands in AOEs and then gets upset when you won't raise them or heal them through it. Why have you let me die? Well, perhaps if you weren't an idiot. Perhaps if you didn't stand in the puddle, puddle. you wouldn't have died. (laughs) The sad puddle. Um, The the pain puddle. The pain Um, puddle. (laughs) But anyway... We go through the first one, and I notice that the black mage doesn't jump over the river at the uh, during Susano um, when they get the um, the purple lightning marker, and I'm like, eh. well, but maybe they don't know. So we do this a couple more times, and they have plenty of time to watch us do this over and over and over again because during the fight you have to do it a, a good couple of times, like four or five, um, and they still aren't doing it, and somebody at some point in the chat is like, hey, if you get the purple marker, make sure you jump over the river and get away from the party so that um, we don't get struck by lightning. And they just wouldn't do it. Oh, boy. Because Madipus, Madipus, y'all. And so at one point when I was on voice chat, I got really frustrated with this person. And I just shouted, just jump over the river, you dumb bitch. (laughs) 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 You remember me saying that? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like it, be- it became pretty obvious that they were like they just weren't doing it because the healer will keep me alive you know I... and then we switched to Lakshmi sorry what no I just I I just love you so much <laughs> just jump over the river because like you're so you're so put together like 99% of the time and so when you crack it's like fucking hilarious <laughs> just jump over the river you dumb bitch it's <laughs> like um, I should mention I was playing Red Mage during this, but my, my inner healer main was coming out in full force and stuff like this. Um, but I, we switched to Lakshmi, and we wiped on the first attempt, because there's kind of a tricky mechanic there, and <laughs> so I was like, I'm sorry, I've only done this once, and like, it's okay, and they, someone kind of gave like a rundown of the basic mechanics, and we, we cleared it this time, and so before we go into the next attempt the party leader is like okay does everybody need does anybody need a better explanation or do you think we got it this time and the same black mage is like it's a farming party and or like like, it's a farming party and i'm just like oh don't do it (laughs) don't you fucking do it don't be a problem and like just being really snarky about it and the the party leader is like it's a farming slash learning party and then registered everybody for duty so that the black mage would shut up. Um, but we did it just fine after that. And I just... Never. Oh, don't do it. I had to deal with so many jackass black mages. I just... 
Every time I see one, my fight or flight response is activated. Especially if I'm a healer. You just but, said, guess I'll die. Yeah. Guess I'll die. I guess the for last me, thing. it's things that, Sorry, like, like things that try to pull aggro from me and then get angry when they've pulled aggro from me when I'm trying to keep aggro. And so, yeah. like, that's why I get angry at those certain classes. But it, I, like, I guess, like, I haven't... I, a black mage has never, like, come at me, bro, yet. Um, it, yeah, I think this is kind of a healer-exclusive problem. <laughs> healers and black mages are just staring at each other. Actually, black mage um, probably isn't even looking at the healer. The healer's just glaring at them, and they're like, Wow, I should feel heat on the back of my neck. <laughs> Must be my fire spells. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I will say, like, as far as, like, ripping aggro off the tank... Um, I, now that I'm playing Red Mage, I understand what was going on in Copper Bell Mines when we had that Red Mage that kept tearing aggro from you. Like, Red Mages do so much damage in low-level dungeons, it's kind of insane. Um, it's really easy to pull aggro. Um, but anyway, th the other thing I have to talk about, really, is just, uh, the overly complicated endgame gear upgrades. And I will say, before I get started and before anybody at me, um, I know that a lot of this gear is going to become shockingly easy to get, basically the second Shadowbringers drops. Because, as my friends have told me, the minute Stormblood dropped, or the minute that Heaven's Word dropped, um, the Ironworks gear and the Shire gear were viable with Tombstones of Poetics, and you could just, like, essentially walk in and walk out with a full set of gear, instead of what I'm doing now, which is grinding for them. And so I know that, but... I like having a goal to work towards, so I decided that I would get a full upgraded Skaven casting set for my Red Mage. Um, and so I was like, what do I need to do to get all that done? I ended up having to write it down, because there's a lot. So, let's talk about what the endgame gear upgrades TM look like, shall we? Um, can you hear me? Yes, I'm laughing. Okay, good. Sorry. Oh, I can't hear you at all. Until until just then, my Discord's all screwed. Yeah, sometimes Sorry. it just goes silent, and then you like can't hear the other person, and you're like, "Are they still there?" Or yeah, especially since my computer drops Discord all the fucking time. I'm like, uh. But anyway, um, so the Skaven casting set is mask, coat, gloves, belt, pants, boots, and then you get your earrings, necklace, a ring, a bracelet, and for the Red Mage, there's the Skaven Magitek hanger. Um. So that's all those pieces. I already have the coat, and I've augmented the coat. So that's one piece down. Um, you buy these with Allegan Tombstones of Genesis. You get those from D Duty Roulettes. I think the max that I've seen from a dungeon is 50 Genesis Tombstones. Uh, there's a cap on how many you can earn in a week. You can only earn 900 per week. So after that, you stop earning them, and you have to wait until the reset on Tuesday. So that's a problem because the coat and the boot and the pants both cost 825 elegant tombstones of Genesis. So it's going to take quite a few weeks just to get enough to get all of the basic pieces of gear, not let alone the augmented stuff. After you get all the pieces of gear. Oh, and in order to get the sword, you need a military grade tombstone and you need Rowena tokens of Genesis. You need 10 of those. And you buy the, the tokens with their 100 uh, elegant tombstones of Genesis each. Fucking MMOs, so, man. <laughs> I, 
the military grade tombstones, you can either trade uh, Alpha Escape data logs, which means you need to go to Savage content, or you can do what I did. And you can run through Alpha Escape 4.0 normal um, four times, because each time you complete it, you get a crystalloid, and then you can use that, and you need four of them, and you can buy your military grade tombstone. You only need one, thankfully. Um, oh, Jesus. And the. Alpha Escape 4.0, by the way, takes between 10 and 20 minutes to complete, so it's not like a huge time sink, but you do have to do it four times, so that's kind of rough. DPS cues. Um, it was on Wondrous Tales last week, though, so I was able to get my military-grade tombstone. Um, then you get your hanger, and you have to get a Skaven Esther, and in order to get, order to get the Skaven Esther, again, you can do data logs, but I'm not interested in doing savage content for this, so then you have to get the coins from the raids. You need one Day coin, one Guggen coin, and one Rabbit Astron coin, which means that you need to complete each of the level 70 alliance raids one time. And that that, that is a pretty big time sink. Um, after that, you can trade them in, you get your Skaven Esther. And then you need your, for your gear, you need Skaven Twine for the mask, coat, gloves, pants, and boots. And then you need, um, hold on. What's the what's the thing that is shellac? You need Skaven shellac for the belt and the accessories, and you get those. How do you get those? I wrote it down. Where is it? You had to write <laughs> it down, though. You like- get you, you get with the coins again, and you need um, one of each again. So you need five of them for your Skaven twines, and you need five of them for Skaven shellac. That's ten total. Eleven if you count the one for the hanger. Um, that's a lot of hours spent in in, in um, alliance raids, and then after that, you take your Skaven twine or your Skaven shellac and your gear piece, and you hand it into a specific NPC, and they just give you back the augmented piece of the armor, and then you're then you're ready. Um, so, but that's that's so that's much like hours and hours. <laughs> Yeah, like, I fucking, why do I play MMOs? You know, like, I don't know that I like MMOs, but I do, but like, I like playing- At the end of all this, I wrote, I'm gonna die! (laughs) I I like playing with other people, and I like meeting, I like playing dress up, let's be honest. And I want to say, you do not need a full set of I-Level 400 augmented Skaven gear to, to be even- Anywhere remotely where you would need to be for casual play, which is what you and I... I would consider myself a casual player of Final yeah. Fantasy XIV. Um, because I'm not... like My my vision of a hardcore Final Fantasy XIV player is a person who is raiding with a set static every single week. And I'm not really doing that. And I raid very casually with a not... It's mostly the same people, but sometimes we change a couple of members up. Um, so... I consider myself a casual player, and you are a casual player. You're, you have no—you have told me you have no interest in raiding. Um, so, like, you don't need to do this. Yeah. And like I said, by the time um, the that Shadowbringers comes out in a month, um, it's not going to be this hard anymore because uh, they'll probably let you buy them with Tomestones of Poetics, which you can. So, like, with the Ironworks gear. We're going to work on getting your Ironworks gear. You just get your Tombstones of Poetics, and you go and you buy the pieces, and it's very easy to get Tombstones of Poetics. You get get them for basically everything. Um, and then to augment that gear, you just take your 
Tom Tom's the poetics and you buy the item that you need to augment your gear and you trade it into an NPC and he hands you back the items. It I managed to do it in like an hour one time. Yeah. And that was just because I had to get more tombstones to, cause I ran out buying the gear and I had to like, go get more tombstones to get more the, the items. Like it's, it's, it's going to be more like that. Um, and I could just wait, but I, like I said, I like to have a goal to work towards. So I'm going to see if I can do it just for funsies. And like the kicker is that at the end of this, I'm probably not going to start raiding with red mage because my group already has a couple of red mages in it. And I'm probably going to keep raiding with bard. So when Shadowbringers comes out, I'm just going to, take the easy route and gear up my bard that way and keep raiding with bard. Yeah, I think, so, like, <laughs> I have no interest in raiding as a tank, let's put it that way. Because yeah. tank, tank is hard. <laughs> it's kind of fun, especially with the, um, like, the level 50 primals and the level 60 primals, you can just go in and, like, mop the floor with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Some of the easier ones are more fun with me. I get I was getting pretty frustrated in Seiryu. I tried not to let it on to my friends, but um, thankfully somebody was like, well, I have to balance, and we decided to do something else instead of continue. Because um, I was like, I cannot tolerate much more of this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... Having that progression is kind of fun, but I get tired of it pretty fast, and I don't think I could ever really be like a serious hardcore raider for that reason. I'll just do it for funsies on occasion. But anyway, that's my that's what I'm going to be doing for the next little while. Anytime I get a chance to play 14 is to is grind roulettes for tombstones and go through those fucking raids over and over again, I guess. So guess I'll die. And that's my salt. All right. Welcome. To Jesse's soul. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. I just pulled a really long eyelash out of my eye, and it's. It, Ouch. I was yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I uh, I have lots of salts, but a lot of it. I'm going to preface this with a lot of my salts before you're like Jesse. Do you care about things? I do. Um, a lot of my salts is actually political, but like you know how I try to keep my anger off the podcast about that because I don't want it to I don't want my thoughts and opinions to reflect on the thoughts and opinions of my other (sighs) podcasters let's put it that way but like this 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 bullshit also we're tired yeah but like this this, (laughs) that's why I don't talk about political stuff I'm just tired this pro-life bullshit (laughs) has me big ass mad and like I'll just repeat again what my like, poli-sci teacher who was a hard-ass but actually taught me a lot of stuff said to us one day while sitting there looking us all directly in the eye, do you like your rights? Would you like to keep them? Then you're gonna have to fight for them. He's like, it's not fair. It's not right. But that's just how it is. So, like, that whole ever-vigilant thing is serious and just so you know, state by state, like, issues become federal issues eventually. So just keep that in mind before your first thought is to be like, well, I don't live there. Because first of all, like, other people do. Fuck off. And secondly, like, it will become your issue eventually. Um, that aside, also, uh, the, the issue of, um, fucking people 
fascists being angry that people are throwing milkshakes at them will never not be hilarious to me. Someone calls it a symbolic assassination, and I'm like, let's not be dramatic here. Let's not it's, be dramatic here. Like It's ridicule. It's like pieing someone in the face. Yeah. And, like, when your platform is, like, based on eliminating whole groups of people and all you're getting on you is a fucking milkshake, like... Oh no, my hundred dollars, hundreds of dollars suit is ruined. Ruined. Whatever shall I do? Yes. Reginald, get these poor people out of here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I have feelings about that. Just so you know, I'm hyper vigilant about a lot of things. Um, But I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I wish I could talk about more, but I feel like this is a place where a lot of people tell me they come to have a good time. So I want to preserve that. But I also want you to know that there are a lot of things that millions of people could sign a fucking petition over, and it's not reworking Game of Thrones. Um, Because (laughs) as upset as I am about how it ended, like, that's just experiencing media. Like, for thousands of years, we have experienced stories that, like have endings we don't like. Just read fanfiction like a goddamn normal person. Like, just, just that's what fanfiction is for. Like, read fanfic. I, I tell you, it does wonders for my heart and soul. Like, there's stuff I'm angry about just as this is a really shitty way to treat women in POCs. Like, that's a different, entirely different issue, but just not liking the way something ended because it doesn't make you happy is a weird fucking flex, but okay. Um, just, just a little, just a little reminder that fan fiction exists and there are some, you know, there's some great writers out there and they're doing it for free. Just stew stew about it on Twitter like the rest of us normal people and get over it. Yeah, just, just be like, just be that grandparent that's like, I remember when Star Trek ended. Like, come on, it'll be okay. You're gonna be okay. Just, like I said... Support your local fan fiction writers. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. To put it, go on to AO3, filter out what you don't want because they have an exclude tags section now. It's great. I'll be the number one person to remind you. And it's free. People are doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. Support them. Um, yeah, that's my take on that. I will say, um, now, now for f- more Final Fantasy, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, so I'm gonna start by saying, I'm the fucking pal- warrior of light now, and why am I still running baby errands for people? Because MMO. I know, but, like, I'm the warrior of light- this is just me yelling. I'm the warrior of light, and who's the most likely to become Kylo Ren in this situation? Probably Sappho. Because I just- I Dark get- Knight, baby! Dark Knight, yeah. Aren't you tired of being nice? Don't you ever just want to go ape shit? I'm like, is there not- someone who could do this like i'm sorry i have to like stay the threat of the garlean empire and like you know fight dragons but also i have to like fucking take this mead to a dude who's two towns over like what like bitch what ah sorry i have feelings i have feelings about being the warrior of light none of them are good um that's not true. I do like saying, excuse me, don't you know who I am? Slams down my sunglasses. I, and I can because Final Fantasy has sunglasses. Slams down my sunglasses. I am the warrior of light. And they're like... Yeah, the sunglasses I have, you, you just type slash visor and they, and they go up or down. 
are you aware that this is a yield McDonald's? They don't have <laughs> the fucking I don't I don't know what McDonald's would I mean, have this FOS per, for. Per per the story, Ray's is about to become the warrior of darkness, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I would like a taco and Ray's is just like, Sappho, this is a yield McDonald's. They don't sell tacos here. It's like I said, slams down sunglasses. I want a taco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking. I am. I am done. Here, have this. Have this dolly mood popato and shut up. Came <laughs> <laughs> oh. up with the first food item I can think of. But so, but so next piece of salt. Um, K and I. Speaking of Final Fantasy, K very sweetly runs Praetorium with me. Um, which is a fucking hot mess. I thought yeah. fucking... And I'm like, I'm trying to prep them beforehand. I was like, this dungeon's gonna be a mess. Everybody else is gonna severely outgear you. You might have a hard time keeping aggro. If the other tank get, gives aggro, just let him take it, because he's probably level 70. Like, all this stuff. And then... We got this fucking paladin. And, okay, so we go in there, and so there's this paladin, right? And immediately paladin runs out there and wants aggro. So I was like, I, okay, I'm not going to fight them for it. Because I'm just not big dick tank, okay? I am, but, like, also I'm not. Like, my dick is an ad- I'm comfortable with the size of my tank dick, okay? Like, I don't need to prove that I have a giant tank dick. I just know I do. So, um, <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Um, so I'm letting this paladin do it, but I, I'm like, okay, I think they baby because like me, because I'm wearing my cap level gear, like 50 gear. And I know what the cap level paladin gear looks like because I wanted to be paladin at first. And I know they're wearing level 50 gear too, but then Kay pointed out. And I was like, no, it's a glamour. (laughs) Yeah. But immediately they start losing aggro right and they don't seem interested no, it in- wasn't that they yeah it wasn't that they were losing aggro it's that they weren't bothering to pick it up yeah <laughs> like at all so then i was like okay like and then K- i love k is so fucking funny because didn't you go in as red mage and you were yeah. like i'm tanking now <laughs> <laughs> i kept like it would it would kind of bounce between me and the monk and the samurai in our party and i was just like oh i'm tank now <laughs> So I threw on tank stance because I had my tank stance off so I could deepest. But I was like, what is up with this paladin? So I throw on tank stance and I go and I pull the boss and paladin's like, oh, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Suddenly they want to be tank again. And so they're like, they get aggro. So then I stop trying to pull aggro, right? Because I'm like, I don't want to fight this tank for aggro. I'm not that kind of person. Just take it. You have a shield. Like, I just have myself out there meat um <laughs> sappho just calls herself meat all the time uh but like the paladin just doesn't bother to do anything like isn't doing their aggro combos or something or like yeah, i mean like generally speaking once he had aggro he held on to it but if he lost aggro he wouldn't bother to pick it up unless you did first and then he would take it from you yeah like, what the hell? I'm like, like he I wouldn't don't... take it from me. He wouldn't try <laughs> to take it from me. Just from you. Just from me, because apparently he could not be second. He could not be second tank. Like, I was just like, boy, I don't even want to fight about this. Like, I just, I just want someone who's not like DPS or heals to have aggro. That's all I want. So it's I think gotta it was be right one of around us. the first, like, 
boss where I peeped his gear and I was like, oh no, he is baby. Yeah, like, what I gives? Just, I probably should have been in the chat, just been like, hey, I'm the other tank. I don't want to fight you for aggro. Just, just, you know, just keep it. But, like, our red mage is, like, getting aggro a lot. I'm sorry. Like, dude, like, you know, you gotta keep it. I don't know. Probably would have gotten mad at me. Telling yeah, I don't think there was really any way to approach that conversation without him getting extremely butthurt. Like, I guess it worked out because he, I would pull aggro and then he would pull it from me. So at least, like, somebody who wasn't DPS or heals had aggro. But, like, it was weird. Yeah. I wanted I, to be nice to him because I outstripped him. After I learned he was baby, like, I outstripped this guy by about 325 item levels with my red mage. So, like... Yeah. I wanted to be kind, but also I noticed, like you're saying, that he only wanted to fight you for aggro. Otherwise, he didn't really want to tank. Yeah, it was bizarre. And, I like, apparently this is a thing that happens. Like, it's a tank thing. Like Yeah, tank- like, basically every alliance raid that I go into... Like, there's a 50-50 chance that it's going to devolve into a tank dick measuring contest. And, like... It's just just that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where Rocket and Star-Lord are arguing over who's the best pilot, essentially, and then they crash. Like literally. Yeah. Like, there's been so many times when, like, the the three tanks are fighting for aggro, and they, they cause the boss to turn around and cleave the party, and we just all die. Like, it's... It's not, it's not great, but nobody ever wants to, like, it's either that nobody wants to drop tank stance or nobody wants to put on tank stance. There's no in-between. I just, I just want to live. Like, I just want to do my job and get out of there. Yeah, um, like, I still had a fun time because Praetorium is fucking wild and so was, uh, Castrum. Castrum was super Castrum, funny. Mar- Castrum Meridianum, yeah. Yeah, I just love when you're like, now get in there and beat the shit out of him. Like, just hit him till he yeah. dies. Yeah. yeah, Cape, Cape Westwind was also oh, a time where, yeah. like, Castro I'm was- like, all right, this is going to be your first eight-man trial. And Jesse's like, do I, what do I need to know? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Castro was kind of like that, too, because we had um Lil Chewy. Lil Chewy, shout out Lil to Chewy Lil Chewy. Lil Chewy was OP. <laughs> Tiny ass Lollafell, like slider all the way down to the shortest Lollafell they could be and fucking bucket it through cash. And I wasn't even gonna, I don't even think he was tank. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he was just leading us. He was our fearless I think, leader. I think, the other, I think the other tank had a hashtag lore friendly name and I don't remember it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. A little chewy. But Cape Westwind, I was like, all right, so this fight's gonna last. This fight's gonna last short less time than the cutscene lasts. And sure enough, we get out of the cutscene and I'm like, okay, hit him until he dies. And then like <laughs> the fight's over in about 30 seconds. And Jesse watches the next cutscene and they're like, wait, that's it! And I'm that's like, yup. Uh, yeah. Everybody's already gone. It was just us in there at that time. Like <laughs> so fucking funny. I I don't know. Um, but you know, other than other than the weird, I guess I gotta get me- I gotta get used to that because there will be other dungeons where there's two tank mechanics. Yeah. Um, pretty much every primal from here on out is eight man. Okay. Actually, I think every primal from here on out is an eight man trial. So I'm just gonna be like, it, which usually like dungeons take? aren't eight. Whoa, Jesus! Sorry, I'm making a mess. <laughs> um. Usually dungeons aren't eight-man trials. I think Praetorium and Castrum are uh, unique in that regard. So it's just like 
um, the Binding Coils of Bahamut, the Alexander raids, and the um, Alpha Scape, Omega Scape raids. So those are all eight person. And then every single trial from here on out. And then when you do um, when you do alliance raids, they split you into three eight person parties. Oh, fast! But there's only one tank per party. There's just three in the in the raid, so you have to fight with the other tanks in the raids. But I like I like tanking. I don't know why because it's awful and terrible, and I have to focus. Um, I like doing this awful terrible thing, but there is something <laughs> I think it fits my personality a lot, which is kind of funny. Um, because I there was this call out post about tank and it was just that Harry st- where he's standing in front of that blackboard that says I will not go ham on it like a hundred times <laughs> and I was like shit that me <laughs> like I, I just but I um I just I, you know I want to be the tank that gives tanks a good name but I'm not a good tank yet but I will I'm gonna be the very best and also no you is- have already improved significantly since you started so like you're getting places. Thank you, Dabs. I also was, when I was in um, uh, Brayflocks the other day, when I was having that terrible experience, I made sure to, like, spend time to stare at the chat after you called me out. After you exposed my whole ass on this podcast. I was like, I gotta look at the chat. (laughs) Make sure I'm not being an asshole tank. But, yeah, I, I'm i excited to see what tank futures holds, and I can't wait to see what other weird tank dick measuring contests I have want no part in will happen. I'm just <laughs> like, can we just please do the mechanics? Is that a crime? <laughs> but, yeah, that's my salt. <laughs> All right, let's move into imported salt. Um, the first is from Lord of the Podcast Roaches uh, at Night Twitten. Australia is bad, actually. That is all for today. Fucking Queensland. Old people. God damn it. Our health system was too good and all the old hassles refused to die. (laughs) I shouldn't have laughed so hard at that. Uh, Yeah, especially since national health care is one of those things where people are like, all the old people will die. And it's like, I have some news for you. Turns out having some health care is better than no health care. Yup. Weird. I'm sorry. Weird how that works. Solidarity, because we live in America. So, solidarity. Yep. Um, Michael Pren at Michael underscore Pren. Why did I say Michael? <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael underscore Pren. Jesus. Good morning, Salt Report crew. Sorry I've been absent for a while here. My salt might help explain why. I'm here to gripe about that time honored source of salt work. I'm just getting out of a year of crunch time. That's right, a whole gosh darned year. One of our team left in 2018, and I was the only person qualified to fill the gap. So, while they searched for a replacement, I ended up doing this job and mine, used a car, um, used car seller voice. Oh god, I ended up doing his job. Used car salesman voice, yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) All for the low, low price of exactly the same pay. Um, is that is that legal? <laughs> Lost yes. all parts of the um of my job I love. Doubled down on the parts I hate. Six or seven um day work weeks for months and months. It was beyond exhausting. But thankfully, we're wrapping up with it now. And the day 
to um and the day to come i'm assuming it's days to come look quite a lot brighter this show and all the great laughs you have brought me have helped me immensely in the rough times keep up the great work oh i'm so glad we can help I'm sorry that this, that sounds fucking terrible, but I'm glad. I went through it to a lesser degree recently where I was doing like, I had two coworkers and one of them left. And uh, then, so I and the reigning one had to do one and a half times the work essentially. And it was a fucking time and I'm glad it's over. So I feel ya. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I'm glad. Whole fucking year. I don't know if I would have lasted that long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we can help, but I'm glad you are... There's brighter days in the days to come. All right. The last one is from We're Not Wizards at We're Not Wizards. Um, Hello, my two favorite active podcasters. Not forgotten, Jake. I'm on holiday this week and relaxing and stuff. Still got salt to share. How about... That thing of going to a public swimming pool on holiday and realizing you look better than you think you do and how the entire beauty industry should be shot for grinding people into the ground. Oh, and there's nothing more fucking ironic than seeing a woman standing next to her husband wearing a bikini top to cover herself while her husband stands there with a set of tits that would cost seven grand on the open market. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Ever, ever remind me. This is a funny story because... um, this is my first summer out as a non-binary person. Huzzah. But I have come to the conclusion that I don't know what bathing suit to wear. Uh, because I can't, it's not like I can wear swim trunks. Because I just, I can't have my tits out. Like, no tits out for the hunt. Um. <laughs> Maybe you could do, like, board shorts and one of those, um swim t-shirts yeah i've been thinking about that that would have probably helped too because i get sunburnt a lot yeah it'll protect you from sunburn um it's because i i used to wear bikinis not that i ever felt comfortable in bikini and i hate i hate going to the bathroom in a one piece everybody who has ever worn a one piece bathing suit and gotten wet and had to pee cheers because tank tankinis are my friend with the tank top bikinis perfect Yeah, because then you still get the utility of, like, being able to pee in comfort with the, um, like, coverage of a one-piece. Yep, Um, exactly. But, like, I still want to look hot, just hot in my own way, you know? But that way ain't a bikini, let me fucking tell ya. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. But I fucking hate this time of year, because it's the time of year where I'm reminded that I look like Casper in in a bikini. Like Big fucking mood. The sun reflects off of my skin. If only, though, because then I just, like, I start out as Casper the Friendly Ghost, and I roll this out. This is the skin of a monster. I'm just like come comes out of the water as a whole ass cooked lobster. I just it's a sad time. Um but yeah, you know, just it's that time of year to be reminded that like <laughs> these these nipples are okay, but these nipples are not okay for yeah. no reason. <laughs> I remember there was this um YouTuber I watched and they had top surgery and they were saying that the funniest part about this is that they had to blur out their nipples in the first picture, but in the after picture, they no longer had to blur out their nipples. <laughs> and they're like, they're the same nipples! 
<laughs> I didn't really think about that before, but <laughs> it's the same exact levels. It haunts me. I woof. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I feel ya. Summer is coming. <laughs> Summer is coming. Although, at least in my neck of the woods, it doesn't look like it. It was 48 and rainy today. Yeah, so. it's been raining here, but it's been weird. And then there was thunder, and then there wasn't my thunder. Co- my co-worker was like, yeah, we got four inches of snow on our end of town. I'm like, that's four inches too many for the end of May. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I suppose that's our show tonight. Um, yeah. Where can we find you on the internet, Jesse? You can find me on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard and on Instagram and Twitch as Filthy Magic User, as well as Tumblr if you're still rolling around there. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as at Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. You can find our Wayward co-host and podcast editor Jake on Twitter as at Jake underscore Lionheart. And you can find our podcast on Twitter as at Podcast Salt. You can listen to our podcast pretty much anywhere you get podcasts, including iTunes, Spotify, Fireside.fm, and others. Uh, if you like the show and you would like to con- contribute to our show, please consider donating to our Kofi page. That's ko-fi.com slash the salt report. And remember, kids. I've lost my train of thought again, and it's gone out the window. Same Jesse, nipples. help me. Save me. What? Remember, kids, same nipples. Same nipples. Remember. <laughs> Always remember. Always remember. <laughs> Good night. night. <laughs>